I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride. I am your host, Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. For another Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning Let's Ride podcast, I thank you for joining me. It is Friday. Thank the Lord it is Friday. I hope you all have some great plans for this weekend, and we all know what Sunday brings. We all know what their plans on Sunday are. Those plans are the Pittsburgh Steelers. 1 o'clock Eastern Time, 5-0 Steelers. 5-0 Titans, oh yeah, it's go time, baby. That's what I'm talking about. This game is going to be huge, and it is just the latest gigantic game coming up for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you think about what they have on this slate, everyone talked about, myself included, the preseason was done. No more Houston Texans, Denver Broncos, New York Giants. No, 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 these are the big boys now. The 4-1 Browns smacked them down, 38-7. Now, a trip to Nashville. 5-0 5-0 Titans, going to be a huge test. After that, a trip to the 5-1 Baltimore Ravens, going to be a huge test. And then even though their record might not indicate it, a Week 9 trip to Dallas should not be overlooked. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's a five-star matchup. Why? Because the Steelers are in it. That's right. Mike Tomlin says it. It reminds me of 2008 and 2009. Holy cow. I am juiced up for this game, and I hope you are juiced up for this game too. Before we get into it, I got to tell you, 
If you're not subscribed to our channel, you're missing out on some quality content. Wherever you listen, Pandora, Spotify, I'm a Spotify guy, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, you name it, subscribe. Please, that way you don't miss anything. My Injury Report podcast, our Mike Tomlin post-game recaps, my Tuesday Mike Tomlin recaps, the the post-game podcast, everything. My gosh, we give you so much audio content, but you can only find it if you follow us. So make sure you do that. You know, the headline for this Friday episode of Let's Ride is one that I, I, I think I try to get a feel for the fan base. This week's been unique, to say the least. The Devin Bush news of him being done for the year with an ACL tear certainly kind of put a cloud over the Steelers fan base early on. There was a lot of questions. Who is Robert Spillane? What does he bring to the team? What does he do well? What doesn't he do well? Talked about him a lot on Wednesday's show. But the one thing that I think I might be going against the grain here is even though these teams are both 5-0 and heading into Week 7, and even though the Pittsburgh Steelers are coming off a dominating win and the Houston, I'm sorry, the, the Titans are coming over a big win over the, over the Houston Texans in overtime, to me, the Pittsburgh Steelers were built for teams like the Tennessee Titans. They were built to beat the Tennessee Titans, a team like the Titans, maybe not the Titans in particular, but for what the Titans do well, the Steelers have a counter. If you think about these games like a boxing match, okay, for every punch, you have to have a counter punch. And if you can counter enough, you'll end up winning the bout, not just the round, you'll win the entire bout. So for this game, I look at week seven, I want to go over some numbers. I'm not a numbers guy. I normally leave that up to Dave Schofield. If you listen to his Steelers stat geek on Thursday morning, which I highly recommend, he went over a lot of the same numbers that I'm going to, but it's not going to be in the same context. So bear with me. So I want to look at the basic general statistics in terms of offense and defense. Let's see what the Titans have done well through five games and what the Steelers have done well through five games. And what can that tell us about the outcome of this game? And in the second segment of this particular podcast i'm going to be giving you my picks that's right and then finish up new segment started it last week heart to heart what am i going to talk about this week you have to stay tuned to find out but let's get this thing kicked off let's look at passing yards per game let's focus on the offense the offense of the tennessee titans and the offense of the pittsburgh steelers passing yards per game on average through five games remember they both had that week four bye why? Because the Titans couldn't keep COVID at bay. They had it go throughout their whole locker room and their organization, and the game got moved. Don't think, by the way, that the Steelers are not pissed off about that. They're still pissed. I guarantee you, and I know Mike Tomlin is a motivator. I guarantee you Mike Tomlin has been telling his team, hey, let's not forget why we're playing this game right now and why we're having to change everything. Why we now all of a sudden have to play them on the road and then go straight to Baltimore on the road. Don't think that Mike Tomlin hasn't reiterated that on more than one occasion in the prep this week. Keep those flames burning. Those embers had already been hot. Got sometimes you got to wave the, you got to get those flames going, kick them up. That's what you got to do as a coach. You got to motivate your team. I guarantee he's done that. So they both played five games. Tennessee averages two hundred and sixty-four point two yards through the air. Pretty good number. It's a pretty good number. Pittsburgh Steelers averaged 221.2. Now you might be sitting there saying, oh man, 40 yards. That's a, that's a big difference in terms of average. 
think about the way like last week, the Tennessee Titans, how they have to win that game. They had to throw to win. Why Deshaun Watson and company were throwing it all over the Titans. So the Steelers transversely last week, they did not have to throw the ball. Ben Roethlisberger didn't even throw for 200 yards, yet they still win by a 31 point margin. Let's go to rushing yards. The Tennessee Titans average 157.8 yards per game. The Steelers average 136.8. Not a big difference there. And then we're talking about King Henry, Derrick Henry. That's how everyone is talking about is Derrick Henry, how he is the greatest thing since sliced bread, the greatest running back since Walter Payton. No, 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 no. Derrick Henry's good. Not saying that. But let's not pretend that Derrick Henry is untouchable that Derrick Henry is a running back that no one can bring down. It's been proven it can happen. Just saying that. We'll get to that a little bit later. How about total yards per game? Okay, total yards. We're still talking about offense here. I don't want to get derailed. Tennessee is putting up 422 yards per game. Pittsburgh's 358. So on paper, in terms of yards, whether it's pass yards, rush yards, or total yards, the Tennessee Titans have the better statistical offense. What about points? Points four. The Tennessee Titans are averaging 32.8 points per game. Pittsburgh Steelers right behind them at 31.2. So even though the yards might be leaning heavily on the Titans side, the Steelers are right behind them when it comes to scoring points. So let's look at the other side of the field defensively now. Passing yards, rushing yards, total yards. We'll do it in the same context, the Tennessee defense and the Pittsburgh defense. Passing yards per game. The the Tennessee Titans are surrendering 272.8 yards per game through the air. 272.8 passing yards per game. Pittsburgh Steelers, 219. 219, a significant difference there between the secondaries. Rushing yards per game. Boy, does this stand out. Tennessee is giving up 137 yards per game, almost the exact same average the Steelers rush for a game. And Pittsburgh's defense is only giving up 66.2, the number two rush defense in the NFL. Total yards given up per game. Tennessee is giving up 409.8 yards per game. Pittsburgh is giving up 285.2. Holy cow. Talk about difference there. Not just in the passing yards. Look at the rushing yards. I mean, you're talking about 50 50 some yards difference between passing yards per game average. Rushing yards per game average, we're talking 70. Total yards per game, over 100. That is a drastic difference between these two teams from a defensive standpoint. What about points? Tennessee is giving up 25.2 points per game. The Steelers are surrendering just 18.8. It's just like what I always say. The watermark for this defense should be the number 20. Keep them off of 20. If you can keep them off of 20, I think that they're going to win a lot of games because the Pittsburgh Steelers offense has proven time and time again they can score 20 points. They can score 20 points rather easily, actually. All right, so let's look at some of the, the, the other outlying statistics that I think still matter. I think they still matter a lot. Let's look at sacks. This is a defensive sack totals. So the defense being able to sack the opposition. Pittsburgh, NFL leading 24 sacks. 24 total sacks through five games. They're just one sack away. 
They were one sack away from their five sack per game average. Maybe they'll get back. I don't know. Tennessee has only seven sacks on the entire season. Only seven. They don't get after the quarterback well. Then you look at sacks surrendered. Pittsburgh has only given up eight. Ben Roethlisberger's only been sacked eight times through five games. That's pretty darn good. But here's a kicker. Tennessee's only given up six. So while the Pittsburgh Steelers get defense gets after it, Tennessee has proven they can protect Ryan Tannehill. Something to watch. Turnovers, meaning turning the ball over. Both of these teams protect the ball well. Tennessee has only given up three. Pittsburgh has surrendered four. That's it. Turnovers. Pittsburgh four, Tennessee three. What about taking the ball away? Both teams have nine takeaways. When you look at these on paper, all of these stats, offense, defense, passing, rushing, total points, doesn't matter. This is a game that is very much a lot like the way we were doubling last week's game. Strength versus strength. You think about Derrick Henry. And running the football, the Tennessee Titans rushing 157.8 yards per game. What is Pittsburgh's defensive strength? Rush defense, only giving up 66.2 yards per game. Pittsburgh's defense loves to get after the quarterback, hit them, sack them, take them down, negative plays. What does Tennessee's offensive line do? Protects the quarterback well. Only six sacks surrendered the entire season. This game is not going to come down to that, in my opinion. Strength versus strength is going to be important. Who can win that battle? The biggest thing for me is the Steelers' offense. The Steelers' offense was built for this game. Look at what the Titans' defense can give up. They're giving up almost 300 yards per game through the air. They're giving up over 130 yards on the ground. They're giving up 400 total yards per game, and their average giving up 25.2 points a game. You can talk about the Tennessee offense and how they move the ball well, but the one thing the Steelers have that the Tennessee Titans don't is a really good defense. I think that Ben Roethlisberger, the passing game, the utilization of James Conner is going to be the difference in the outcome of this contest. I truly, truly believe that. And unless Ben Roethlisberger and James Conner and anyone else that touches the football decide they're going to turn it over, that's the only way this offense gets in trouble, in my opinion. This offense is dynamic, and it's only going to get even more dynamic. If you didn't check out the Thursday Injury Report podcast, you missed the fact that Deontay Johnson is going to be back. And while the Steelers' offense did did fine without him, when you put him on the field, it just makes him even more dynamic. This team has scored 38 points in the last two weeks, and they are by no way, shape, or form a finished product. Just think about that. 38 points the last two weeks. I know that in week six, the Cleveland Browns The defense scored a touchdown. Minka Fitzpatrick's pick six, the first third down pass by Baker Mayfield. We know the story. I know that they got help in that last game. However, this offense is just starting to get going. Ben Roethlisberger is starting to get those deep passes dialed in. They are really starting to turn Chase Claypool into the weapon that a lot of people, myself included, hoped they would start to do about this time of the schedule. 
And when they turn him loose, it's going to cause more attention to go to him. This is when you see other people. I'm talking Eric Ebron, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, and even, like we saw last week, James Washington winning their one-on-one matchups. This offense is what was built to beat a Tennessee Titans team because their defense isn't any good. They're not any good. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense, I have full faith that they will stand up and make the plays when necessary. Their defense, unless the Steelers give it away, I don't think they stand a chance. I don't think they stand a chance. Deshaun Watson carved them up last week, and that offense, the Houston Texans offense, is nothing compared to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean nothing. With that said, I don't think this is going to be a gimme game by any stretch of the imagination. You're going to get my prediction in the second segment. But the Steelers were built for this. They were built for this type of game, not just because of the stage and the magnitude, but because of the matchups. I love the Steelers receiving core against the secondary of the Tennessee Titans. I love it. I absolutely love it. Why? Tennessee can't get to the quarterback. They only have seven sacks on the season. This isn't Cleveland with Miles Garrett. This isn't the Philadelphia Eagles with Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. This is not that type of pass rush. Ben Roethlisberger very well could throw for over 300 in this game for the first time this season. Wouldn't be shocked. Would not be shocked at all. In fact, you want a little tip from me? I would think about starting Ben Roethlisberger in this game, fantasy football-wise, because I think he's going to light it up. I think he's going to light it up. I think that this is an offensive output that's it's been waiting to explode. 38 points ain't nothing. We'll see. We'll see what my prediction is. They go over 38 or they go under 38. Well, you'll get all my picks for this upcoming slate of games in the second segment. Yeah, that's right. Winners. Winners. Are we going to start calling it winners again? Is Jeff starting to kind of turn the tide? I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to segment two. That's right, let's ride. Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast talking about picks. I want winners. Yeah, that's right. We want winners. We all want winners. We want our team to win. We want our fantasy team to win. I want my picks to turn out well for you. Doesn't mean it always happens that way. But let me tell you this. Last week, I had maybe the best week so far. I I had a winning record last week. I am starting to, I'm starting to sniff 500. Yeah, that's right. I'm starting to sniff 500. 
Some might laugh at that. I laugh at myself. But ultimately, I just enjoy this segment of every Friday show. So with that said, hold on. Let me find the music here. All right, here we go. And uh, let me find shoot the tape. I got to get the tape going. And all right, let's get started. Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to get to that pick. We'll get to that pick at the end. The Buffalo Bills. We get started on Sunday. The Thursday night game's already over. Buffalo Bills go to the New York Jets. AFC East action. The Buffalo Bills are coming off two straight losses. They are giving the New York Jets a ton of points. The Jets are awful. They are awful in every stretch of the imagination. They're starting to sell away their team. The Bills are spotting 13. I say take the Bills over under 46. Take the under 46. That's right. I'm saying take the Bills to cover a two-touchdown spread and the under. I don't think the Jets score many points against that Buffalo defense. The Green Bay Packers coming off their first loss of the season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going to Houston to play the Texans. The Green Bay Green Bay Packers are only giving three and a half. I say take Green Bay to cover. I think they're going to bounce back. Aaron Rodgers is not going to have two duds in a row. The over-under is set at 57. I say take the over. I think this one could be a high-scoring affair. AFC North action, the Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. Cleveland is giving three. That's a really small spread for me. I like the Browns to bounce back. I think they cover three. It might not be pretty. Over-under set at 51. I don't think there's going to be much defense in this game. I'll take the over, but I'll take Cleveland to cover that three points. NFC South action, Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. New Orleans coming off a bye week. Carolina is coming off of some consecutive wins. Teddy Bridgewater is playing much better football. And Drew Brees looks like a shell of himself. There was a time where everyone thought that Tyson Hill was the next quarterback in waiting. No, 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 don't think so. I actually like Carolina here. They're not going to win straight up, but they're getting seven and a half points. I think they're going to keep it close. Take Carolina getting seven and a half. The over under at 51. Take the over. Detroit Lions, Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Atlanta cannot get out of their own way. They did fire their coach. I think that'll spawn some type of offensive outpoint. But in this game, believe it or not, Atlanta is giving points. I'll take Detroit getting two and a half in Atlanta to win this game. I like Matthew Stafford, Galladay. I think they're going to get Marvin Jones going. Over-under is set at 57. I will take the Detroit Lions getting two and a half, and I'll take the over. The Dallas Cowboys head to Washington to play the Washington football team. There's no spread on this game. It is straight up, basically a pick game. I like even I like the Dallas Cowboys because they have more weapons, better weapons than the Washington football team. So I'll take Dallas in this pick game. The over-under is set at 46.5. This one would not be fun to watch. I'll take the under of 46.5. The Seattle Seahawks, this game just got bumped to Sunday Night Football. Still, Seattle in Arizona. Seattle's giving 3.5. Over-under set at 56.5. I will take the Arizona Cardinals getting 3.5 at home. I think Seattle has gotten pretty lucky the last few weeks and stayed perfect. This is going to be a high-flying affair. Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, this will be a good game to watch. Over under 56.5, I'll take the over, but I like the Arizona Cardinals at home getting 3.5. The Kansas City Chiefs and Denver Broncos, a 425 start. This is AFC West action right here. Drew Locke gets his first shot at Patty Mahomes. It's in Denver. Kansas City's coming off of a win against the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. The Kansas City Chiefs are giving 9.5 points in this game with an over-under set at 48 that over-under line seems really low for me. I would like the Denver Broncos to keep it close. Mile High is a tough place to play, even for division rivals. I'll take the Broncos not to win outright, but they're going to win, keep it close, 
getting nine and a half over 48 over by a long shot i think next san francisco 49ers new england patriots this is another 425 start in new england san francisco goes across the country and new england is giving two and a half points at home that's it I'm not that impressed with San Francisco. They're a very up-and-down team. A lot of that has to do with their quarterback play. Jimmy Garoppolo is banged up. They bounced around quarterbacks. He looked awful in his first game back. Seemed to settle down last week. San Francisco 49ers, New England Patriots. I like the Patriots to bounce back after their loss. I think they win. They're giving two and a half. They'll cover. But I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. I'll take the under of 44 and a half. Sunday at 425, Jacksonville Jaguars, Los Angeles Chargers in L.A. The Chargers are coming off a bye, and they could desperately need a win. The Chargers are giving eight. Jacksonville, not so much a believer in them. I think the Chargers are going to finally find a way to win a game. I'll take the Chargers, giving eight points. Over-under set at 49, I'll take the over. I think they score some points. I like that quarterback out there in L.A. Next, the game that was supposed to be Sunday night but got moved to 4 o'clock because it might be moved all the way until Monday or Tuesday based on the Las Vegas Raiders having an offensive lineman test positive for COVID-19. They're trying to feel if it's just one player, if it's going to spread throughout the offensive line considering the close, close proximity, the meetings, etc. This game very well could be moved to Monday or Tuesday. Right now it's set at Sunday at 4 o'clock. The Las Vegas Raiders are getting three at home against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. The over-under is set at 53. I set this pick well before... Their offensive lineman, Trent Brown, came down with COVID-19. I'm going to keep it because I'm a man of my word. I had the Raiders plus three, getting three at home to win this game. Maybe not win the game, but to get, to get the points and win. I'm not so sure if it's going to happen without their offensive line if they have to have several offensive linemen sit out. We'll see how this goes, but right now I have the Vegas Raiders winning, and I have the over at 53. Next, Monday Night Football, Chicago Bears. Los Angeles Rams in LA. The LA Rams have not really, I don't think they've beaten a team outside of the NFC East. We know how bad they are. Still, the LA Rams are getting five and a half. The Bears are looking really good with Nick Foles. I think the LA Rams find a way to win this game. Aaron Donald is a wrecking ball, a one man wrecking crew. LA's giving five and a half. That's fine. They cover the over under set at 45. I will take the over. Let's go to the game that everyone wants to hear, the game that I talked about the entire first segment. That's right, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans. This game's odds have actually flipped. Believe it or not, now the Tennessee Titans are favored in this game, but when I set my picks and when I set my picks, I set my picks. The spread was the Steelers giving two. You know what? That's fine. Over-under set at 52 and a half. 52 and a half. I said it in the first segment. I'll say it again. I like the Steelers' offense in this matchup to do more damage against a really bad Titans defense. I think the Titans will do some damage on the Steelers' defense, but they just won't do enough. That's right, 5-0, 5-0. The last time two undefeated teams met this late in the season, the winner went on to the Super Bowl. You know who that team's going to be? The Pittsburgh Steelers. I have the Steelers winning this game. They're giving two. That's fine. Give them two. They're going to win by 10. Take the Steelers, 34 to 24. That's right, 34 to 24. That means you take the over of 52 and a half. The Pittsburgh Steelers stay perfect. The Tennessee Titans get their first loss. It would be a huge win for the Steelers in terms of AFC playoff implications and tiebreakers. It's going to be a good one, but that's right. You heard it here first. Steelers 34, Titans 24, 6 and 0, baby. That's what I'm talking about. And there you have it. There's the pick segment. Whew. Man, the pick segment. 
It gets me going every single week, every single week. I hope you had your notepad out. You might be writing down just a couple words. Jeff is an idiot in that. Hey, my picks stand. They speak for themselves. They speak for themselves. And the fact that I'm not going to say that I'm not an idiot because my picks have not been very good. They've not been very good. Not at all. Let's get a little heart to heart, shall we? That's how we've decided to finish. Big shout out to Jerry Cherry Band, by the way. The Jerry Cherry Band. Jerry Cherry himself is the one that gave me this idea. He spawned the idea for, you know, having this segment at the end. Heart to heart. And today, I was sitting here in my office, which now has become my classroom, I guess, as my day job. And virtual learning has become a thing now. I was looking down at my desk and my oldest daughter had left me a note. She brought it up with my coffee mug today and it said, Daddy's coffee, keep your paws off of it. <laughs> I chuckled um, because she's a sweetheart. I love them all to death. And you know, it was funny the other day, uh, my kids are a lot like me. Uh, they're very outward with their thoughts. <laughs> Sometimes that's a bad thing. They're very outward and they love Pittsburgh sports and they, they might not follow them like they'd they don't watch the games with me. They're in and out because they're like, um, as my wife says, they're like a fart in the wind. You know, they're there and then poof, they're gone. And they'll come in and like, who wants a score? What's the score of the game? And there are times where I'm like, guys, just look at the screen and find the score. Okay. I, Cause I'm busy. I'm, I'm typing. I'm doing a bunch of stuff on the computer, but they do care. And they always ask, you know, did the Steelers win? And yeah, they won. Yeah. They get all excited and they know that they're undefeated. And the one thing that we live in Maryland, the one thing they know is boy, do they hate the Ravens. They already hate the Ravens, and I love it. And, you know, I was talking with Kevin Smith, who on our website is Cliff Harris is still a puck, a punk. Cliff Harris is still a punk. I want to get that correct. And he's, he's the one that does the uh, pregame show with Brian Anthony Davis, if you haven't checked out that podcast. And he lives in New Jersey. He's in, like, he's in Eagles country. And he said that he grew up watching the, you know, the Steelers and the Super Bowls. And he started laughing. I said, well, you have kids. Who do they like? He said, well, one of them's a Carolina Panthers fan and one of them's a Lions fan. I was like, oh my gosh, like that's awful. And I started thinking about just growing up. I, I didn't have, my, my dad always said, you guys could, could have rooted for any team that you wanted. And honestly, if you've met my father, he's being 100% accurate. That if I would have said, dad, I want to be a Browns fan, he'd say, okay, that's fine. At the same time, don't expect me to watch those games. Don't expect me to root for that team. But if you want to root for that team, go ahead. But there's no way that my brother and I were ever going to defy our father and root for another team. Well, I don't have that same leniency with my kids. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. My kids, someone said it best. It was uh, my, my wife's aunt, and they're Ravens fans. God bless them. And she said, you know, you're brainwashing your kids. And I said, um, yeah, that's the plan. That's been the plan since day one. It's the same way since in 2009, in February of 2009, when the Steelers won their sixth Lombardi trophy. And my son, my firstborn, was just an infant. I went into his crib. I got him out. I wrapped him in a terrible towel. We have all these pictures of us holding up six fingers. It was a great day, and I was so excited that my son was at least there for it. He doesn't remember it. He will never remember it, other than through the videos that I show him and when we talk about it. But that's all. That's what it's all about. My kids have been black and gold since the day they were born, and they don't have an option. One time, my daughter, I think it was my second oldest daughter, she said, Dad, I have a question for you. And I said, sure. What, what's your question? She said, what if I became a, what if I became a Ravens fan? I said, really? 
said, you thinking about it? She goes, no, I'm just curious. Like what would happen? I'm like, well, you are, you can like whatever team that you want. You just have to find somewhere else to live. And they laughed at me and I just look at them. And my wife smacks me and says, why don't you stop saying that? You don't mean that. And I said, try me, try me. If you're living under my roof, you're going to root for the black and gold. Now, maybe you're someone that's listening to this podcast and you don't have that same experience. I realize that there are people that listen to these podcasts all over the world. It's still kind of difficult for me to wrap my head around. I can't get over the fact that there's people like in Australia. I know for a fact people in Australia, because some of them do podcasts for our website, listen to my my me just talking about the Steelers three times a week. There's people that are all over this country that send me messages on Twitter. Man, I love to show today. I still can't get over that. Sometimes I just feel like I'm doing this for like five people. But maybe wherever you were, if you grew up outside of the 412 area code, which is Pittsburgh, by the way, you didn't have that father that or aunt or uncle or grandfather or grandmother that really liked the Steelers, and that's why you liked them. Maybe it was a friend that got you into the team. Maybe it was that you just happened to be like Cliff Harris's to a punk, Kevin Smith, and you were watching the Steelers on the in a Super Bowl, and you just fell in love with them. It doesn't matter how you started. It's the fact that you did start. Steeler fandom then will be passed down from one generation to the next. I feel like it's my my duty, my responsibility to raise my children the right way. No, that's not in a church. That's in the black and gold. I'm a Pittsburgh fan. I'm a Pirates, Penguins, and Steeler fan. Okay, my kids and my wife even. She never really had a team growing up. Her dad wasn't into sports that much. She's a Steeler fan, a Pirate fan, and a Penguin fan. So there you have it. A little heart to heart. My kids are brainwashed, and I'm okay with it. You should be okay with it too. Who said free choice? I'm just joking. (laughs) Oh, goodness. What a great way to end the show. I like the Steelers this week. I like them a lot. I really do. Make sure you check out the Steelers preview where myself, Brian Anthony Davis, and Dave Schofield will talk about this more at length. That's going to run on at noon today on the audio side. If you want to check us out on YouTube, you can go to youtube.com, search BTSC Steelers Radio, wherever you get your podcast, follow us. If you're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating. If you like the content, leave us a good comment. I appreciate that. It helps with exposure, believe it or not. A lot of people say, what does it matter? It helps with exposure. When people type in Steelers in the podcast app, ours should be one of the first ones that comes up. The more people that rate it, the more people that comment, the higher we are on the the standings. We're like number two. We want to be number one. As always, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. Not only my writing, a bunch of other great writers, film rooms, you name it. We have it all for you. Get ready for this Titans game with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. In the meantime, I hope you have a very good weekend. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have great plans filled with a lot of laughter and a lot of smiles, family and friends. And as always, be kind, be safe, and God bless. We'll see you in the post game on Sunday. Those two are. Here we go. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.